0: everyone I hope you're doing very well welcome to another episode of what like it's hard babe I'm your host Jasmine an aspiring attorney that will give you the breakdown on influential cases now in today's case we're going to be speaking about Anna Delvey well that was her heiress name her real name was Anna Sorokin which she was an infamous con artist who claimed to be a famous German heiress and scammed multiple banks out of money and people out of thousands and thousands of dollars. If you wanna hear more about her story and the litigation process, keep listening. Before I begin this episode, I would just love for you to reach out on my Instagram, take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast, tag me in it, and you will be featured on my next podcast episode. All right, let's get into the story. So, okay, we all have lunch with a friend and maybe they forget their wallet or their card didn't work for some reason and you have no problem taking the bill. You know, they'll zell you later or Venmo you the money later for lunch. That's cool, right? Well, in Anna's case, she was doing that to her friends with hotel bills and in specific, a hotel bill worth $62,000, which she never paid back. That's just one of the many, many things that she did in her criminal career. She was ultimately charged with multiple counts of grand larceny and thefted about $250,000. I'll kind of give you a background of her family, her story, where she came from, and how She went through what she went through and where she is today. So Anna was born in Russia in 1991, making her 30 today. And she moved to Germany at the age of 16. Now, Anna wasn't super rich and she wasn't super poor. She was raised in a middle class family. Her birth name was Anna Sorokin and she graduated from high school in 2011 She actually traveled to London to attend an art school, and then she ended up leaving that art school and wanted to relocate to Paris, and in Paris, she began an internship for the French fashion magazine called Purple. It was around that time when she started interning at the fashion magazine that she started calling herself Anna Delvey. So, I'm not sure if that was her alter ego or what the story was with her new name, but her parents claim they never recognized that surname. So, in 2013, she traveled to New York for Fashion Week and she attended fashion shows and she just loved the environment. So, she actually ended up staying in New York and she transferred to the magazine's New York offices so she can continue working for Purple. But Anna, she wanted to be an entrepreneur. So she ended up quitting her magazine job to pursue and open the Anna Delvey Foundation, which she wanted it to be a private member club and art foundation. And she actually wanted to open it at the church missions house which is like the prime of the prime location in New York for you know artsy vibes so she did what any other entrepreneur would do and began pitching her ideas to investors trying to start her Anna Delvey foundation she ended up not being successful in that route so she had to figure out another way to fund her dream business Mind you, while she was in New York, she was hotel hopping, blowing up bills at hotel restaurants, just saying, hey, charge the bill to my room. And she was buying luxury clothing and gifts. She ended up getting money from loans from multiple banks while she was living this quote unquote luxury life. Like she obviously met a lot of friends. She was like, in the socialite scene. Honestly, people didn't really know, like, how she got her money. It was a he said, she said situation. Like, they were like, I heard her family is wealthy, and, you know, so people assumed that she was an heiress. She lived the full-on socialite scene. She hired her professional trainer, which was hundreds of dollars an hour. In the midst of this fast life that she was living, she invited three of her friends, including her trainer, to an all-expense-paid trip to Morocco just so she can be in, in compliance with her visa. So her friends get there, and they're having a great time, but after a few days, the hotel demanded a payment. Her friend Rachel was in the room as well. And Anna just gave a story of, oh, you know, the cards are being held up for whatever reason. So Rachel ended up giving her credit card after Anna promises to repay her. So Rachel ended up leaving before Anna and she goes back to New York. And when she does go back to New York, Rachel found out the whole bill ended up being charged to her credit card and it ended up being $62,000. So upon Anna's return to New York, her schemes were about to end. A grand jury was convened in 2017 to consider her, um, her charges, which turned out to be grand larceny. It eventually indicted her on two counts of attempted grand larceny in the first degree, three counts of grand larceny in the second degree, one count of grand larceny in the third degree, and one count of misdemeanor theft of services. The most important crime in this whole case was the fraudulent loan application to City National Bank and also the hotels and restaurants she stayed at. She stayed at like the premier hotels in New York. In order to get her arrested, a sting operation was led to arrest her in California, and she was actually at Passages Malibu, which was an addiction treatment center. So on October 26, 2017, Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance Jr. formally announced the indictment against Sorokin and asked, for any other victims to make themselves known. On December 18th, 2018, Sorokin appeared in New York City criminal court. She ended up rejecting a plea deal that offered three to nine years in prison. So eventually, a trial date was set by Judge Diane Kiesel on March 20th, 2019. Sorokin's defense attorney, arranged for a professional stylist to source outfits for her court appearances. He stated that, quote, it is imperative that Anna, it is imperative that Anna dress appropriately for a trial. In response, the prosecutor said Sorokin showed more concern for her attire than the emotions of those she hurt. Honestly, I've heard multiple um, reports on this story, and every time I've seen an interview with her, she Thinks she's done nothing wrong. She actually laughs a lot about it. She said she doesn't regret going to jail. She doesn't regret any of the experiences she had. You know, she's just not caring about what she did to people. So on the Friday of the trial, Sorokin refused to enter the courtroom because she didn't want to appear in her prison-issued clothing and her civilian outfit for the day had not been pressed. Judge Kiesel ordered Sorokin to appear, stating this is a trial. She is a defendant in a criminal case. I am sorry if her clothing is not up to standards, but she's got to be here. In Sorokin's defense, her lawyer claimed that she had been trying to pay back all the debt. He further attempted to describe her as an entrepreneur and even compared her to Frank Sinatra. That's actually how her lawyer opened in the case. Um... Comparing her to Frank Sinatra, stating that they both created a, quote, golden opportunity in New York. On April 25th, 2019, after a two-day deliberation, the jury found Sorokin guilty of eight charges, including the grand larceny in the second degree, attempted grand larceny, and theft of services. Sorokin was found not guilty of two other charges, one of of attempted grand larceny in the first degree relating to the original loan application with City National Bank and the other one in the second degree relating to the alleged theft of $62,000 from Rachel Williams in Marrakesh, which Rachel was the friend who picked up the bill when they went to Morocco and she was never paid back. She actually wrote a book called My Friend Anna And it just describes, you know, how she met Anna and her experience with her and how the theft of $62,000 affected her mentally because she was late on her bills, you know, it was a really rough time for her. And of course, Anna never paid her back. Even to this day, she was never paid back from Anna. On May 9th, 2019, Sorokin was given a sentence of 4 to 12 years in state prison. She was actually fined $24,000 in order to pay restitution of around $199,000. She ended up being incarcerated at Rikers Island during the whole trial. And then after the trial, she was number one g 366 of the new york state department of corrections and was initially housed at the bedford hills correctional facility before being transferred to albion Cor- correctional facility so an update on her release she was actually released from prison february 11th 2021 and then she was taken back in custody by ICE, which is the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, in March of 2021 for overstaying her visa. As of April 2nd, 2021, she is being held in a New Jersey County jail awaiting her deportation to Germany. She has been represented in the media a lot. She has been done multiple interviews and in speaking out about what she did. She does not feel guilty for it. She actually has a Netflix movie coming out in the next few weeks. I believe the premiere date is February 11th. It's called Inventing Anna, and it will describe the whole story of how she came to New York, did what she did, went to jail, and she actually... um was sued by the New York Attorney General's office in 2019 um, using the state's Son of Sam law, which prohibits those convicted of a crime from profiting from its publicity. So, like I said, Netflix and Shonda Rhimes had acquired the rights to Sorokin's profile in New York Magazine, intending to create a TV series, which it's actually happening. And as a result, the State Office of Victim Services, OBS, froze $140,000 from the advance payment to Sorokin by Netflix, allowing two banks defrauded by her to pursue recovery action. City National Bank actually claimed $100,000, and Citibank, the other four thousand dollars. Netflix agreed to send future payments to an escrow account managed by Sorokin's lawyer and it's also monitored by OVS. So more about the series, Julia Garner is casted to play Sorokin and she actually visited Sorokin at Rikers Island to prepare for her part. Another um fact about rachel williams book my friend anna was published in july 2019 like i said it included in her experiences with sorokin and how the incident in marrakesh affected her financially and mentally and there's also um another developing project with hbo and Lena Dunham is reportedly acting as the main screenwriter for that. So, as I said, there's a lot of pubis- publicity around this case. Um, it's just crazy how she was basically a professional con artist and just lived a crazy life of stealing money from people in banks. So I will definitely have updates on this on my blog. And I can't wait to check out the Netflix series called Inventing Anna. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to chat with you guys soon. Have an amazing day and same time next week. Bye.